So schools contain a huge amount of musical information. So I wonder how you deal with that massive information as, as a conductor, not just the notes, but everything else as well. The amount of information written by the composer evolved very much over time. So if we look at the, the classical period of music, so the, the music of Mozart, Haydn, Beethoven and, and their contemporaries, uh, there's, there's much less information in the score uh, than there would be uh, for later composers. So if, if we take a look here at a couple of pages of, of Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, you'll see that you have the notes and the rhythms and you have forte and fortissimo and piano, um, but very little in the way of expression marks which might indicate crescendo or diminuendo, or uh, or words which might give an idea as to as to the the character of the music. Mm. Whereas if we fast forward from the sort of what eight, from 1808 to the late uh, 19th century, the 1880s, when Mahler was writing his first symphony, um, by this point composers were becoming much more willing to write. Uh, to, to give more specific clues as to how they want the music to sound. Mahler himself was a, a conductor, really, and, and in his lifetime known as a conductor rather than a composer, um, and therefore he was a, a bit of a control freak, because being a conductor he knew the sort of shenanigans that conductors would sometimes get up to in taking liberties over how to interpret the music. So he's much, much more detailed in, in his verbal instructions. Um, so he, he was one of the first composers to use German um, rather than Italian in his scores. So I, I have them all translated here into English. <laughs> but right at the beginning of the third movement, um, he writes solemn and measured and without dragging. Um, he then includes little notes to the conductor um, throughout the, the piece, um, making sure that we know, and this is, this is music, this is information that's only in our score and not in the individual parts. So mm. he would give little, little instructions to the conductor to make sure that they didn't go off piste <laughs> without feeling the need for the, 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 the players to know that. So he says, make sure that, uh, that all parts, um, all the pianissimo parts, don't have any crescendo in this, in this opening section. Um, he'll then write little instructions here for the, the oboe, et was herverteutrend, so slightly to the fore. Um, for the for the oboe part, um, uh, holding back at this point, um, then writing very expressively. Mm. Um, he would also write things like "Don't drag" or "Don't rush," but that, in a way, then creates its own interpretive decision because people think, "Oh well, he says don't drag. Does that mean I should I should speed up?" You know. Yeah. So does he does yeah. he just mean don't slow down here because he knew that there would be a danger of perhaps of slowing down or does he is he giving you some kind of subliminal subtle reference to the fact that maybe he wants it actually to move forward a little bit so mm, so even mm. even with all that incredibly specific information it still in many ways creates more questions than answers yeah i mean there's there's a lot of work in 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 deciding how you're going to interpret really every sort of mark on the page from you know an individual note to to an instruction that's that's that's, that's written i mean how how on earth do you go about sort of synthesizing all that information i suppose um well there's no shortcut mm. <laughs> it's, it's it's just it takes time and, and thought and and preparation and and experience of doing it yeah. you know, and, and all this all this nuance in the music whether whether it comes from specific markings of Mahler in his text or whether it comes from a, a, a history of performance practice um, or tradition um, as in the music of Mozart and Beethoven where there's less less of that information in the text but nevertheless there's a great kind of historical tradition of how to do this this piece mm. and the traditions of doing a certain transition or something um, the more that you become aware of that the more that you then just I suppose start to come to your own your own opinions and yeah. that's, that's the thing in, in the end you know the conductor has to take the choice as to how they want the piece to go this week and that's that's mm. really what makes it makes it different or interesting for mm. the audience and, and the musicians mm. oh thank you very much my pleasure Thank <music> you.